passage uh, once again coming out of the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 6 and I uh, started on this message a few weeks ago and uh, by the spirit of the Lord I uh, uh, took a turn and, uh, and now led to finish up these groups of teachings as the Lord has given it to me tonight. And so I want to uh, once again go forth and deal with uh, the subject of, of, of unity in the body of Christ. And I want to make sure that uh, we tonight by the spirit of the Lord um, speak to you. Pray with me, if you will. Father, I honor you and thank you for your mo this moment in time. I ask that you would have your way and that you would speak now to the hearts and minds of your people. And I believe that as you speak to us, our lives will never be the same. Uh, Father, we ask that you would give us listening ears that we may hear the word of the Lord. And that as we hear, we may walk forth in divine or with divine instruction. Uh, as we uh, get that instruction, help us to apply your word to our lives. And then, uh, Father, as we apply it, allow us to grow up in it and eat the fruit of our obedience. We thank God for everything that you are doing for us. And we believe you for better days ahead. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I want to look here um, tonight, and I want to look at um, I want to look at Proverbs chapter six, and I want to finish up uh, a few verses uh, that I have not finished uh, here, uh, beginning at verse sixteen. It says, "These six things uh, doth the Lord hate; yea, seven are an abomination unto Him: a proud look, a lying tongue, hands." that shed innocent blood, uh, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that, uh, uh, that uh, uh, be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. We thank the Lord for the reading of his word. I want to uh, just tag this message tonight, this teaching tonight. I'm living to please God. I want to talk about living to please God. I want to talk tonight about living to please God. Uh, as we are in this moment, I want to uh, take a moment to uh, uh, talk to the people of God about the importance of pleasing the Lord. I want to talk tonight about living to please the Lord. Uh, we are living in a time now more than ever where it is important for the people of God to think about and always keep in mind what it means to please God. Uh, you know, uh, we can get into the habit of pleasing so many around us uh, that we fail to remember the importance of making sure that we are pleasing God. And so I want to talk about about that tonight. I want to speak about pleasing the Lord and what that looks like in our practice, pleasing the Lord and what that looks like for us as people of God. As we talk about pleasing the Lord, we're talking about walking in ways that honor him. See, I please the Lord when I walk in ways that honor him. I please the Lord when I line my life up with his word. I I please
please the Lord uh, when I walk in love. I please the Lord when I walk in unity. Uh, it is when I give myself over and say, God, I am yielding to your way. Your way is better than mine. And so I give up my way so that I can walk in yours. And so this is what we're talking about tonight, living to please the Lord. I want to talk in particular about unity tonight as we have been dealing with it for the last few weeks. Uh, I want to speak about unity as it concerns the body of Christ. Now, uh, because I don't have a whole lot of time to work with tonight, I want to just focus on unity in the body of Christ. I've been talking over the last few weeks about the importance of making sure that we are operating in the spirit of unity in the house of God. We understand that a house that is divided against itself cannot stand. And we've been talking about the importance of unifying as people of God. There's several things that we have said. We're not talking about uniformity. We're talking about unity. We understand that everybody is not going to be the exact same way. We understand that the body of Christ is a diverse body, that there is room for diversity. But just because we are diverse does not mean we have to be divided. And so I've been talking about that over the last few weeks, and I want to continue in that vein tonight. I want to say to you, uh, go back and listen to many of the teachings that we have done that precede this teaching tonight. I want you to go back and listen to those things because I believe that will help us as we go forth to do God's will uh, in the local church. So uh, tonight I want to uh, then go back to Proverbs chapter 6. I want to talk about uh, the things that keep us from pleasing God. These things that the Lord hates. Uh, Proverbs 6 and 16 uh, 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 talks about the things that the Lord hates. And then he says here uh, uh, that seven things are an abomination to the Lord, uh, that God detests them, that God uh, uh, hates them, that God frowns upon them, that these seven things are things that bring no delight to God. These seven things are things that bring displeasure to the Lord. And you know what? God has been so good to me. It is not my desire to bring him any displeasure. I want my life to be an instrument that brings glory to God. And so tonight, it is important to me as an individual that I live to please God. Oh, come on here. I understand the importance of living to please God. When God is pleased, you can eat the good of the land. When God is pleased, no good thing will he withhold from you. I'm telling you, there is a benefit in pleasing the Lord that will prosper your whole life. Come on here. I need you to understand this because when you please the Lord, it means you obey the Lord. And where there is obedience, God can always move in abundance. I need you to hear me tonight. I said when you please the Lord, God can 
greatly prosper your life. Where there is obedience, God can always send great abundance. I need you to understand tonight that we, the people of God, have got to make it our chief aim to live in a way that would please the Lord. Oh, yeah, that means that everybody may not be happy, but Lord, help me to live to please you. Come on here, because I understand when I honor the Lord, amen, that great things can happen in my life. So tonight, what I want to talk about uh, is, is doing things that God is pleased with. If we take God's word, it will work wonders in our lives. What do you do? Take it in. Take it in. As the word of God is coming forth, I want to take it in because when you take in the word of God, it will begin to work wonders in your lives. And so, uh, the several things that we have talked about, but I want to focus tonight on, uh, uh, I want to focus tonight on the text here, and uh, these are the things I want to talk about. I talked about a proud look, but I want to look here at a lying tongue. I want to look at that tonight. I want to look at a heart that devises uh, uh, wicked imaginations, and I want to uh, look at um, feet that be swift in running running to mischief and then I want to look at a false witness that speaketh lies and then he that soweth discord among brethren these are things that displease God why do they displease God because they bring disharmony among the people of God come on here God is not uh, supportive of anything that would cause division among his people I want you to understand that God takes no delight in those that divide his body and so tonight, uh, the first thing that he talks about here that, that I want to talk about here rather is, is the lying tongue. And I want to join the lying tongue with a false witness that speaketh lies. So I want to talk about that tonight. And I want to talk about how a lying tongue does not please God. Uh, I need you to get this here. When we talk about a lying tongue, it deals with uh, speaking things that are not in accordance with the truth. I said a lying tongue deals with things, speaking things that are not uh, in accordance with the truth. It is having the intent to deceive. Uh, see, lying brings no glory to the Lord. Come on, I need you to get this here. When you operate out of a lying tongue, you do not please the Lord. As a matter of fact, a lying tongue is an abomination unto the Lord. Come on, God despises a lying tongue. God hates a lying tongue. God detests a lying tongue. Come on here, because God is a God of truth. When you operate in lies, you challenge the very character of God who cannot lie. This is important here. Lying brings no glory to the Lord. And God then wants his people to be people of truth. When we come to the Lord, we ought to then, according to the scriptures, put away lying. 
Come on, this is important here. How do churches get better? People need to be taught the word of the Lord. Come on. And what we got to do is stop skipping over the scriptures to make people feel good. God wants us to do more than feel good. He wants us to be transformed because we've got to go out and be witnesses for him in the earth. And I want to tell you tonight that God uh, 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 is not pleased with a lying tongue. This is important here where there is an uh, 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 intent to deceive God is not pleased I said the lying tongue challenges the very character of God who cannot lie see see God wants his people to operate in truth the spirit of God is the spirit of truth See, see, this is something here. Now, I'm going to say it once again. When we come to the Lord, we ought to put away lying. I'm going to say that one more time. When we come to the Lord, we ought to put away lying. Come on. God never intended for us to come to him and keep lying. Come on. When you come to the Lord, you got to put away lying. Come on, that's what the Bible tells us to do. See, see, because you can't be lying and pleasing God at the same time. Come on here. You can't be walking in lies and walking with the Lord at the same time. Come on, they are opposite. To walk with the Lord demands you walk in truth. So, so this is important here because, see, those who operate in lying cannot please the Lord. Lies are destructive. Uh, a lying tongue is a liability to kingdom building. Come on here. When, when, when you uh, are part of the body of Christ, I'm here to tell you that a lying tongue is a liability to the work that we have been called to do as believers. Because lying keeps people disrupted. It keeps things disrupted. Lying brings destruction. Lying tears down. Lying tears apart. Lying causes things to be carried out in manners that do not bring glory to God. See, see, a lying mouth will murder someone's character. Uh, see, a lie dishonors the Lord. A lie misrepresents the master. Don't get me wrong tonight. I said a lie misrepresents the master. Come on. I need you to understand that God operates in truth and he expects his children to do the same. Lying lips then are detestable to God. See, see, now somebody said, why, uh, uh, pastor, is this so? It is because Satan is the source of lying and not God's spirit. Come on, I said, Satan is the source of lying and not God's spirit. He sees Satan is the father of lies. Dishonesty, come on here, is something born, come on here, out of uh, the devil. I need you to hear me tonight. When you operate, come on here, as a liar, you are not reflecting the Lord, you're reflecting Lucifer. Come on here now. I know this is tough, inconvenient truth tonight, but Satan is the source of lying and not God's spirit. See, dishonesty is a detriment to the unity of the body of Christ. 
So when we function with a lying tongue, we displease the Lord. Well, this is something here because God wants us loving one another and not lying on each other. Come on here. Because love is of God, but lying is not. Come on, I'm talking strong here tonight. I said love is of God, but lying is not. We ought to be lifting up each other, not lying on each other. So this is something here. That God wants us to edify the body. Not to practice evil within it. See, see, akin to the lying tongue is a false witness. Lying and supporting someone's testimony that you know is lying. Come on, giving false testimony concerning others or matters. See, see, truth is what upholds the fabric of our relationship. See, lying divides. Come on here. I'm here to tell you, lying does not please the Lord. Truth, I said, upholds the fabric of our relationships. Lying divides. It breaks trust. Lying tears up homes. It tears up friendship. It divides families. Lies are destructive. See, see, lies are uh, uh, something that can tear up churches, keep sisters and brothers who should be on the same team turning against one another. See, see, this is important here because you got to remember and I've got to remember that as God's people, we have been called to live a higher standard. See, see, some uh, 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 people will, 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 will uh, be experts at maliciously misrepresenting the facts. Come on here. And see, God wants us to have no intent, intent to deceive or to bring harm with one another by or to one another by speaking that which is untrue. Come on, this is important here. These are the little vices and things that keep the body hindered because when you allow lying to be a part of the culture, come on here, then you begin to separate and divide the body. Come on here, and God wants to do something. Come on here, when we're operating in deceit, come on here, then we're not making the proper room for deliverance. Come on here, and God wants us to operate in deliverance and not dishonesty I need you to hear me by the spirit of the Lord tonight uh, uh, so so you got to be careful because uh, bearing a false witness or, 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 or one who is a false witness who speaks lies the Bible says that is what the Lord detests God hates that 
So, so when we talk about this tonight, uh, then we understand that to, to, to bear a false witness or, or to be a false witness speaking lies means that, 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 that we are uh, uh, telling something that is not true, something that we know is not true, or supporting someone's testimony that we know is not true, giving the false testimony concerning others or or other matters so so this is important here that 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 we've got to make sure that we don't misrepresent the truth now now you know this is something because i just said something here some people are experts at maliciously misrepresenting the facts Come on, and we got to be careful to stop misrepresenting the truth when we know we did wrong. Come on here, this is important here. Don't, don't misrepresent the truth. You know what I found out? Some people will polish up what they did to make themselves look good in front of people. Come on. You, you got to be careful with that because all of that, uh, uh, all of that aligns with the false witness. There's some people, I said, they polish up what they did to make themselves look good in front of people. Some people will spin, put a spin on a story to make themselves shine. Come on, I'm talking about a false witness tonight. And these are things that we don't think about. But you got to be careful. Some people will tell you half a story hoping to get a whole lot of sympathy. This is why you got to be careful. Come on here, you got to be careful on what bandwagon you jump. I said some people will tell half a story to get a whole lot of sympathy. This is something here now. See, see, half of this stuff that, 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 that we, we tell is not even worth telling. But if you got to tell it, tell the truth. See, see, you got you to gotta stop telling a partial story so you can get pity. Come on, this is important here. We got to be careful. And you know, uh, uh, lying is about deceiving. Come on. And you know, sometimes we, we, we commit to uh, telling things that are not true so that we can make ourselves shine and make ourselves look better. Come on. But we've got to be careful to make sure that we are not operating in deceit. Come on. Why? Because I'm living to please God. I want to live to please God. And when you operate in uh, with a lying tongue and bear false witness, you don't please the Lord. Come on. So, so the Bible is clear. Let no corrupt speech proceed out of your mouth. Ephesians 4 and 29. Where, where, rather put away shameful speaking from your mouth. Come on here. Lying is, is not useful in your walk with the Lord. Come on, get me now. I'm teaching here tonight. My goal is not to emote or to excite you. Come on here. I want the people of God to understand as we're going forth, we got to go forth into a new day. 
Come on. And so I said this, and I'm going to say it one more time. Lying is not useful in your walk with the Lord because dishonesty divides relationship. Dishonesty, come on, hinders the unity that should be flowing in the body of Christ. Come on, when you operate out of a lying tongue, you are not operating consistently with the spirit of truth. Come on here, when you are in, uh, uh, when you are under the influence of the spirit you don't operate in dishonesty come on so a false witness will harm good friendships come on a, a, a dishonest mouth has the potential to do great destruction thus the lord hates a lying tongue come on see see the lying tongue usually uh, is adopted so that people can make themselves look good while trying to make others look bad. Come on here. The lying tongue, amen, praise God, sometimes is adopted and used against people because we don't like them for whatever reason. So, so you got to be careful here because lying is a great offense to God. The lying tongue is a major offense to God. An abomination, the Bible calls it. God hates it. See, see, uh, 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 you know, this is what I say is amazing. You know, some people uh, uh, will lie and try to make you think that the Lord is using them. Come on. And we got to be careful that we operate in truth. Come on, because when you do not operate in truth, tragic things happen. Come on here. Uh, do you know how many people have been hurt? Come on here, because of lies that have come forth. And you know what? The main ones that ought to be standing on truth should be those people who are operating as leaders. Come on, come on. We got to lead people in truth. Come on here. What does that mean? It means that we speak the word of God. Come on here. As the word of God has been declared. It means that we don't use the moments that God has given us. Come on here for personal agendas. Come on here. It means that we speak the truth to people. Come on here. That we don't operate in deception. Come on here and, and do things that dishonor the Lord. Come on here, what are you talking about, preacher? Preacher, making false prophecies, making up stuff you know the Lord didn't say. Come on here, the Lord will never use you to tell a lie. I just said something there. I said the Lord will never use you to tell a lie. If you want to really see lives transform, give people the truth. Come on here. Come on. That there is a quality about truth that, that paves the way for transformation and a lie cannot do that. Come on here. Only the truth of God can help people to walk in God's transforming power. Come on here. So, so this is important here that, that, that we've got to make sure as people of God that we understand the importance of speaking truth. Lying has no benefit in the kingdom of God. It takes truth to make us free. 
Come on here. I said lying has no benefit in the kingdom of God. It takes truth to make us free. Come on here. That's why we ought to be agents of truth. When we stand behind the sacred desk, when we stand before God's people, when we're operating with God's in, uh, operating uh, uh, in our ministries before God's people, we need to be agents of truth. Come on here. You ought not just carry a title. You ought to carry truth. Oh, come on here. So, so this is something here. If we are going to operate as God's leaders, we, we must understand that God is calling us, come on here, to a lifestyle that pleases him. Come on here. Come on. You, you can't lie to people and be a great leader at the same time. Come on here. So, so this is important here, that, 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 that we, the people of God, must operate in truth. And we, the leaders, amen, praise God, who lead in God's house, come on here, must be people who operate in truth. Scamming and scheming is not the work of the Spirit. Come on here. Come on. I said scamming and scheming is not the work of the Holy Spirit. Let me say that again. Scamming and scheming is not the work of the Holy Spirit. Come on here. Taking from people through dishonest means is not of God. Come on. We, we got to make sure that we're operating in truth. Come on here. Anything that God is leading you to do, come on here. He wants you to do it in truth. Come on here. How do I know that? Because he wants you to do it under the influence of the Spirit. And the, 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 the Spirit of God is the Spirit of truth. Come on here. You can never operate in a lie and, and then say it's the spirit of the Lord for he is the spirit of truth. Come on here. So, so when we speak lies, we participate in the devil's works. Come on here. John 8 and 44 talks about that. You, you are of your, your, your father, the devil, and, 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 and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, uh, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. Come on here. This is something here. So we got we to gotta be careful. We got to be careful not to yield our mouths. Come on here. To doing something that dishonors the Lord. Come on. So, so when we say that we're serving the Lord, then we ought to put away lying. Look at that. Ephesians 4 and 25 tells us clearly. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man the truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Come on here. You can't walk in deceit and divine power at the same time. So, so this is something here. You can't please the Lord if you operate out of a lying tongue or bear a false witness or be a false witness who speaks lies. So, so this is it. He says then there's another thing that that God does not honor. He says, it is a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. 
Come on. So, so if we're going to please God, I want y'all to get this tonight. God does not want us to sit around plotting on how we can hurt people. My God, this is something here. You know, uh, uh, the, the, the Bible talks about uh, here, God hates. God says it is an abomination to me when those, uh, when people, when, 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 when those of us who say that we love him sit around and, and plot on how we can hurt others. Come on here. Come on. You, you shouldn't be plotting on how you can hurt other people. You ought to be thinking about how you can help them. Oh, come on here. As a matter of fact, if you can't help them, you ought to remove yourself from anything that would desire to hurt them. Come on here. If you can't help people, leave them alone. If you can't help them, don't allow yourself to be put in a position where you're trying to hurt them. So this is important here. He says, he says uh, that, that, that the Lord does not find any delight in them who, uh, look at here, verse 18, them that devise wicked imaginations in their heart. Wicked imaginations in their heart. Come on here. What, what is this? It is, it is to be consumed with how to get back at people. Or how to harm somebody you don't think well of. See, see, it, it describes a mind that is set on somebody uh, getting theirs. I, I'm going to make sure they get theirs. Oh boy, I would love to see them get theirs. Come on here. And you know what? Those kind of things disrupt the unity of the body of Christ and they do not please the Lord. God is not pleased when we sit around and plot on how we can harm other people. Come on here. God does not uh, get any delight when we, when we sit around and think about, come on, or wish something wickedly upon other people. So, so this is important here, uh, that, 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 that setting yourself to harm somebody uh, is not, or, or setting yourself to, to, to wish harm upon somebody is not what pleases the Lord. Come on here. Uh, it, it is, uh, uh, this uh, 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 describes somebody tonight who is vindictive. Come on. See, see, I need you to get the people who try to get back at people. I wish such and such would happen, and I hope such and such get them, and I hope, come on, you know, and, and you, start, uh, uh, you start plotting in your mind and, and, and thinking in your mind evil against someone. Come on here, that dishonors the Lord. Come on here. So, so uh, God wants us to be victorious, but he does not call us to be vindictive. Come on here, tick for tack mentality. Come on. So, so, so this is it. The spirit does not lead us to sit around scheming against our brothers and our sisters. Come on. The, the, the spirit will lead you to pray for people, but not to plot against them. God, I'm talking strong here tonight. Come on here. I said the Spirit of God will lead you to pray for people, but never to plot against them. Come on. See, God wants us thinking of ways that we can help people and not harm them. 
Come on here. What, what causes us to devise wicked imagination? See, 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 most of the time it is that someone has offended us in some way. Come on here. See, see, but this is it. Don't let what they have done to you cause you to act in a way that dishonors God. Oh, come on here. I can tell you that over the years, when I uh, 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 look over the last 30 years of, of, of doing the work of the Lord, come on, there's many things that have happened. Come on here. And you know what? One of the things that God has taught me is to keep a pure motive as it concerns people. Oh, come on here. See, God can bless your heart when your heart towards people honor him. Come on here. And you know what? Despite of the attacks that come your way, you can't allow yourself, amen, praise God, to start thinking negatively and wishing harm upon other people. Come on. I know that cuts against what the culture teaches. It cuts against much of what we hear. Come on here. But the Bible, and I'm going to teach on this next week, uh, talks about blessing them who curse you. Come on here, doing good to them that hate you, praying for them who spitefully use you. Come on here, that is the will of God. See, the kingdom way is not like the carnal way. Come on here, and when you are a child of God, you have been called to live the kingdom way and, and forsake the carnal way. Come on, anytime the carnal way takes precedent over the kingdom way, come on here, then God is not pleased. Come on, God, help me to put away the carnal way and pick up the kingdom way. Help me to put down my agenda and pick up your assignment. God, help me to make sure that I'm thinking on what honors you, thinking on what is lovely, thinking on what is pure, thinking on what is just, thinking on what is of a good report. Help me to think on what honors you. Come on here and give God praise right there tonight can I tell you I'm living to please God and what I want to do is to make sure that my mind never wishes harm upon anybody come on here even them who do you wrong you got to ask God to help you come on here to, to do right by them come on here ask God to help you come on to have a pure heart towards them who hurt you Yes, you need a pure heart, even towards the people who hurt you. Come on, I'm talking about pleasing the Lord. See, see, you, this is it right here. It is, it is uh, uh, that, that you got to get harming people out of your heart. God hates it. Come on, get harming people out of your heart. God hates it. This is something here. Every time somebody does something to you, you should not wish for their downfall. Come on. Come on. Think about that. Because not only have you been offended, sometimes you have caused the offense. Come on. And you know what? I thank God that he is such a merciful God. Come on here. That, that even when we mess up, God 
God's intention towards us is never to harm us. Come on here. Even though we make decisions that sometimes bring us harm and even though we do things that sometimes cause, come on here, a, a harvest, come on here, that we don't want to be produced in our life, it is never the heart of God to hurt his people. Come on, I need you to get this here. And God wants us to have his heart concerning other people. Come on here. You you know, this is something that God wants us to get. And I said, every time somebody does something to you, you should not wish for their downfall. That's what I love. Come on here. David even lamented over Saul. Saul who tried to kill him. Saul who tried to destroy him. When David heard that Saul had died, David mourned. Come on here. Because David, even though Saul had become an enemy to David, David still had a heart towards Saul that glorified God. And what you got to do, don't let people stop you from operating out of a pure heart. I need you to get this. I said, do not allow people to stop you from operating out of a pure heart. I'm going to say that again. Do not allow people to stop you from operating out of a pure heart because when you operate out of a pure heart towards people, you please God. I need somebody to grab this here. Somebody's listening to me tonight. I know they did you wrong, but don't allow, come on here, don't allow motives to enter your heart that would cause you to bring them harm. Even though they did you wrong, come on here, you've got to keep a heart right towards them. This is it. Come on, I can't tell you how many times I've did that and people said, but pastor, you know they did such and such and such. How is it that you blessed them? How is it that you loved them? Come on here because you know what? I learned that there was a blessing in it. Oh, come on here. Come on here. That, 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 that when I'm operating in the right way, come on here, people who are operating in the wrong way can't stop me. Come on here, see. And the reason that I do it is unto the Lord. Come on here. That, that I want to honor the Lord and please the Lord in the way that I treat people. Lord, have mercy. God, help me not to ever be bitter because they've done me badly. Come on here. Come on. You know what? They thought they were making you bitter. But God is calling you to be better. Somebody give God a shout of praise right there. Come on here. You got to keep loving them. You got to keep honoring God with your heart towards his people. Come on here, Leviticus 19 and 18. This was even true under the old covenant. You shall not take vengeance or bear a grudge against the sons of your own people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Romans 12, verses 17 through 20. Do not repay anyone evil for evil. Come on here. Be careful to do what's right uh, in the eyes of everyone. If possible, as far as it depends on you, live peaceably with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, saith the Lord. 
Come on here. This is something on the contrary. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing so, you will heap burning coals upon his head. I need you to grab that in the Holy Ghost. Come on here. There is no harm in having a good heart towards people. I need you to get this. There's no harm, I should say, in having a godly heart towards people. I need you to get this. It is the godly heart that God honors. It is the godly heart that God uh, is pleased with. Come on here. This is what he said here in 1 Peter 3, 8 and 9. Finally, all of you be like-minded. Be sympathetic. Love one another. Be compassionate and humble. Do not repay evil with evil and insult with insult. On the re- on the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to you were to you the, to because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. When you keep your motive pure towards people, you will inherit a blessing. D- did you hear what I'm saying? Peter said to the saints, "You have been called to it." Come on here, even when they do evil towards you, you continue to honor God with your heart. Come on here, because you know what? When you honor God, even uh, with them that do evil to you, come on here, the Bible says you shall inherit a blessing. Come on here, God will always bless them who honor him in their walk. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on, lift your hands tonight and say, I'm living to please God. Come on, I'm living to please God. Come on here, and you know what? Every now and then, you got to snatch yourself because sometimes you don't feel like doing this. Sometimes when they start acting ugly, you wish that something would come and overthrow them and come and knock them down. Come on here, but you got to say, Lord, help me to keep my mind in the right place so that I can think on what honors you. Come on here, see, because I don't have to think harm upon my enemies. Come on here. People reap what they sow. Come on here, and I don't want to have nothing to do with that. That's between them and God. I want to just live with the heart that pleases God. And when my heart pleases God, come on here, it will be seen by the way I treat people. Somebody give God a shout right there. Come on here. God doesn't want you sitting around plotting. Come on. Come on. You you shouldn't be asking God to hurt somebody. Come on here. God is your helper. He's not your hit man. Come on. God wants you to honor him in your heart towards people. Lord, come on, to be in compliance with your word, I want to bless those that curse me. I'm going to pray for them who spitefully use me. Come on here. Why? Because I understand this. I'm blessed when people persecute me, when they revile me, when they say it in all manner of evil against me falsely for the name's sake of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible didn't tell me to run and cry. It says rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven. Come on. That every time you honor the Lord with your heart towards people, come on here, you've got to understand it's been recorded in the heavenlies. This is something here. So, so I want to inherit a blessing. 
So I want to honor God in my heart towards people. Come on. So what does this mean? That, that, that I don't want to sit around speaking curses on people. Come on. We got to be careful, especially those of us who operate, amen, and, and, and are doing the will of the Lord. We as leaders have got to start this all. Come on here. We got to love people. Come on. Even when they don't do the right things, we got to stay in the vein of love. Oh, come on here. Because the vein of love will give you the victory. So this is it here. Then he says, feet that be swift in running to do mischief. So this is something here because it is connected to uh, what we just heard. So, so there are hearts that devise wicked to do wickedness. I wish something happened to her. I wish she get it. I wish she get it. You know, and you just, I mean, you just going on uh, until um, uh, that, 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 that it overtakes you. But, but, but now, this is something here because uh, this is an upgrade of the last thing. God hates us plotting in our hearts against other saints, against our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Come on here. He, he hates us plotting evil. Come on. Because that's not the way of God. And then he says this, feet that runs swift, that, that be swift in running to mischief. Come on here. That, that if, your, if your heart dwells on it, come on, I'm talking about what we just left, plotting to do wickedly. If your heart dwells on it, your feet will soon run to do it. Come on, you just sit there and dwell on it and don't snap yourself out of it. You start acting on it. Come on here. This denotes a shift from dwelling on it to doing it. Come on. In, in uh, the previous uh, uh, thing here that the heart was devising to, to uh, the devising wicked imagination. It was plotting and it was a heart issue. It was a heart issue. But now it has moved from just a heart issue into action. Feet that start running to do it. Come on. That, that, that uh, uh, it is that the feet begin to pick up the fight. I need you to hear me here. See, this is when uh, uh, you don't just think evil. Come on here. See, so see, some people just think evil. But, but, but now, now we have an upgrade. Come on. So I'm not just thinking evil. Uh, this is kind of uh, what, what some of the old saints said when you get eat up with it. Come on, you ain't just thinking evil, you eat up with it. Come on, and when you get eat up with it, then you start acting out. Come on, this is what he said here. Uh, he said that, that, that we can be so consumed with evil that we begin to run towards them things that dishonor God. We, we run towards mischief. Come on, we can't wait. We start getting excited about messing over people. We start getting excited about doing what is evil. Look at what he said here. He said, he said God hates it. When your feet start running swiftly to mischief to see what you can do to harm somebody. 
how you can hurt your brother, how you can hurt your sister, right? You know, because see, the enemy wants you to be so consumed with what you've been thinking about people that you start uh, uh, attacking people. Come on. And you know, you start lashing out. Come on, this is important. And God says, I, I, I despise that. I, I hate when you delight in doing what dishonors me. God hates when we delight in doing what dishonors him. There should never be any delight in doing what dishonors God. Come on, this is something here. So it's something, it, because he says, he says here, they run swiftly to do it. See, it's a bad thing to drag your feet on doing what honors God while finding delight in doing what dishonors him. You ever seen people like that? You ask them to do something for the Lord and they drag their feet. Come on here, ask them to do something that dishonors him and they go running. Come on. See, see, it is a bad thing. It is a bad thing to drag your feet in doing what honors God while finding delight in doing what dishonors him. So you got to be careful because when you allow this, uh, this uh, wicked imaginations to eat you up and eat at you, then you begin acting in ways that dishonor the Lord. Come on. Come on. And you know what? I, I've, I've seen this over the last 30 years. I'm talking about I've had a lot of experience in this. There are no limits on what people will do. They will do things to drag you. They will do things to hurt you. Come on here. And God says, I am not receiving any honor when you harm your sisters and brothers. Come on here. So this is important here that, that, that people will start speaking things, saying things out of their mouth that are intended to harm people. Come on here. The, the, the calling, uh, 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 calling people's jobs and doing negative things. I've seen people do that. Calling people's jobs, saying things. Come on here. Doing things to harm people. Bringing up stuff from people's past. Doing stuff. Amen. Praise God to try to make people feel bad. Come on. Sending letters accusing people of things. Come on, I've seen that. People send letters and won't sign their name. What the old saints call throwing a brick and hiding your hand. Come on. Trying to impersonate people. I've seen that. People, you know, I'm going to call up there. If they hear something's going to be, you getting ready to receive cause some kind of blessing, they'll call up there and act like you don't want it. And the people say, well, I thought you called me the other day and said such and such and such. I thought you canceled it. Come on, you know what? When you allow evil to overtake you, then you start doing things to harm people and God is not pleased. Come on here. Don't allow your imaginations, come on here, to turn into things, amen, praise God, that cause you to start inflicting harm upon people. Come on, God purify my heart so that there's nothing in me that makes me want to hurt my brothers and sisters. I want to please you. Come on. I want to please you. I don't want to do any harm to people. While I'm carrying forth your ministry, I want to, I want to bring glory to your name. I don't want to do anything to harm you. Come on here. To harm your people because when you, when you harm the people of God, you offend God. So, so this is important here. Attacking people. Attacking people on social media. This is a big one. 
right? You have a beef with somebody or you have something that you don't like. Come on, some of y'all attack outright. Some of y'all are more subliminal in what you do. But guess what? It's the same thing. You're doing harm to people and God is not pleased. Come on here. And you know what? It doesn't matter how you dress it up because I see people who do these kind of things and try to make it spiritual. Come on here. It doesn't matter how you dress it up. There is a code of ethics that the people of God ought to be operating in. We ought to mind the way we treat one another. Come on. Come on. So doing things to harm people. Some of y'all, that as soon as you see somebody doing good, you got something negative to say. Come on, come on. I said, some of us, as soon as we see people doing good, we've got something negative to say. Come on here. We won't for the life of us help people, amen, praise God, to go forward. But when it comes to harming people, some of us take delight. That's not God. So this is something here. This is something here. Saints should take no delight in what dishonors God. Some people won't lend a hand to support you, but they will do everything in their power to shut you down. Come on. Saints should never be excited about participating in something evil. Come on here. We should edify one another. Come on here. We should not be operating in evil. Come on, we should not be eager to harm anybody. Come on here. I said saints should not be eager to harm anybody. Come on here. So, so this is something. We can't properly reflect our master if we're always caught up in some mess. Come on here. Have you ever just seen people that they, they, they just always name associated with mess? They love mess. Come on here. They are always caught up in something. Come on. But we got we to gotta help to do what honors the Lord. See, saints show their maturity when they do everything they can to avoid mischief. Come on here. I don't want to harm nobody. Come on here because I understand that God keeps good records. God, give me a heart like yours towards people. Come on. We're most like God. I always say it when we're loving people. This is something here. So, so that, that some people, they won't do anything to help you, but they'll be head over heels about doing something to harm you. And if you're more excited about harming people than you are about helping them, that's a problem. God, help me so that my heart will always be in a place to help people and not harm them. Come on here. You don't have to harm people who are harming you. Come on here. People who operate uh, outside of the will of God are doing enough to harm themselves. They don't need your help. Come on. People who do wickedly are digging their own hole. They don't need your help. This is something here. So honor the Lord. Ask the Lord to give you a heart towards people. I constantly ask him, God, give me a heart towards people that honors you. Now, the Lord then has called us to be a blessing and not a busybody. Come on, all in other men's matters, doing things that we shouldn't be doing, all in other stuff. Come on, there's some, some of us who don't have anything to say until, until something petty comes up. 
Come on here. Some of us, you, you'll never hear from us until some mess gets started. Come on here. And you know what? I don't want my name attached to any mess. Come on here. Because when, when, when you keep attaching your name to the to mess, you don't properly reflect your master. Come on here. So, so God, help me to honor you. Help me to honor you. Right? This is important here. Uh, so uh, he he shows me, and this is the last thing that I will teach tonight, that God wants us to be people who operate in unity. Don't do things to harm other people. And this is it. He says, he that soweth discord among brethren. This sums up everything. The lying tongue, the pride, the, all of the, he that soweth discord among brethren, the Lord hates it. It is abomination to the Lord to sow discord among brethren. The Lord hates one sowing discord. Come on here. People who hang around to disrupt peace and harmony. Somebody said, what is sowing discord? People who hang around to disrupt peace and harmony. It is a picture of someone who does their best to disrupt the symphony of peace. Come on here. Someone who does their best to cause an off key. Come on. Have you ever heard a beautiful symphony playing? Come on here. And, 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 and the sower of discord would be one who was working to get the symphony off key. To take the beauty out of the sound. Come on here. See, and, and God says, those that disrupt peace and harmony in my family, come on here, do not honor me. Come on. If you want to please God, you've got to be an agent of peace. Come on here. What do you mean? Wherever it is possible, we the saints of God are called to maintain peace. Come on. We are to be agents of peace peace in our homes in our jobs in our friendship and yes in our churches when you disrupt peace among the saints you dishonor the Lord I said when you disrupt peace among the saints you dishonor the Lord so so this is it now now we know that there are biblical reasons that you have to stand if necessary we should we should always stand to defend the cause of Christ we should always stand to defend the purity of his church we should always we stand to defend the perpetuation of sound doctrine. We should do whatever is scripturally necessary to contend for the saints, even if folk fall out with us. But, but the fundamental and the essential doctrines that were left by Jesus and the apostles are nothing to be played with. So we don't, we don't try to keep peace where it is not possible or oh, but if it be possible come on when we talk about matters of preference and you having your way and I'm having my way you know what I said mature people put what the what God loves over what they like come on here mature people know how to swallow what they like in order to do what God loves come
come on here and if there be any possibility of peace the people of God should make sure that we are doing it see loving your brother never requires you to be unfaithful to the Bible I said loving your brother never requires you to be unfaithful to the Bible see see this is it right here the sower of discord operates out of a heart that displeases God the sower of discord dishonors the Lord the sower of discord reflects someone who intentionally does things to break peace and harmony an instigator of planting discord among the people this is it here those who sow discord among the saints are assisting in the plan of the devil he who sows discord come on here is planting divisive seeds among the saints and guess what nobody plants seeds without intending for them to grow come on here the sower of discord is dangerous because he's looking for a harvest on what he has sown come on here what is he looking for he's looking for people that he can corrupt how many how many how many people he can get to support his cause when people start sowing discord they're looking for people come on here that they can start pulling in come on here people that they can get to be a part of their mess people that they can get to be a part of their evil deeds come on in you got to get this people that they can get to follow along people that they can pull in see mature saints know how to disagree without being divisive Come on here. One who sows discord will sit back and watch how well he has done. Come on here. They'll say things and watch, watch it spread. Come on. They'll tell lies and sit back and watch how it harms other people. Come on. This is important right here. Come on. Even this social media age. Come on here. You can sow discord on social media. Have you ever seen people? They say something and throw it out there to see who's going to bite the line. Who can they get to support them? Who can they get to say I like it? Come on here. But I keep telling you just because they like it don't mean the Lord approves it. Come on here. You are sowing discord come on here come on when you don't do things the bible way you're sowing discord among other believers come on and you got to be careful because they're them amen that was so discord come on they may not say it come on here but they just waiting to see if you gonna support it come on here and saints have got to start having spiritual sense about what we sign on to come on stop signing on to rebellion come on stop signing on to people sowing discord among the brethren stop signing on to people who are going against the Bible stop signing on come on here to people who are trying to bring division in the house of God come on see the sower of discord will stay around and keep sowing seed come on here looking to harm what is it what is it that they're doing that call 
causing dissension. Come on here. They're looking to cause factions in the body. See, some people be so discord. Come on here. Because they are, are hurt. Come on here. But, but you know what? You can't let your hurt put you in the path or put you on a path to harming other people. If you are hurt, you ought to get you some help. Come matter of fact, if you are hurt, it is your responsibility to get you some help. Come on, so that your hurt won't harm other people. Come on here. Come on, see, because if you're operating out of a broken place, it's easy for you to start bleeding on. Come on here, people that have not done anything to you. Come on, and if you don't get healed, you'll start harming people who didn't even hurt you. Come on here, that's what I'm talking about. Sowing seeds of discord. Come on here, that this is something you gotta get. Then there are others that sow seeds of discord because they operate in hatred. They got bitter dislike for people. There's some that operate in envy, jealousy, and strife. But then this is the main thing. Sowers of discord are usually disgruntled people. Come on here, if you walk around with consistent disgruntled, being consistently disgruntled in your heart, you will have a high potential of sowing discord. Come on here, seeing who you can turn away. See, this is it. Don't let people cause you to hate people who God has sent to hate you, to help you rather. Don't let people cause you to hate people who God has sent to help you. Don't let sowers of discord have you thinking badly about people that God has sent to bless you. Come on here. Be mature enough to not let messy people come on here. Cause you to do things that dishonor God. Come on here and give God a shout of praise right there. What is the motive of them that sow discord? Pride. 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 We don't want to humble ourselves. Come on. Sowing discord is a work of the flesh. It opens the door to the devil. Come on here. James talks about that in chapter 3. That sowers of discord open up the open up the doors. Come on here. For the enemy to operate where there is a sowing of discord it operates the it opens up the door for other evil works come on somebody grab this right here tonight now now I want you to get this because the Bible is clear about this come on here there was a man come on here uh, uh, in, in John uh, the epistle of John John chapter 3 come on here that the Bible talks about the diatrophies he spoke against the apostles he rebelled against legitimate authority he spoke maliciously against the men of God he was a sower of discord come on here and God was not pleased maybe you don't know him maybe you know Absalom the son of David you may hear people talking about the spirit of Absalom who was Absalom he was a man who tried to steal the hearts of the people from his father. He tried to come against legitimate God-ordained authority. Come on here and let me tell you something. Whenever you come against, come on here, legitimate God-ordained authority, you're setting yourself up. Come 
on here for something that's not going to be good. Come on, whenever you come against the people of God, come on here, you have caused an offense against God himself. And look at Absalom, a father who loved him. But guess what? He lied to his father. Come on, he was in rebellion when he tried to act like he was doing the will of God. He said to his daddy, let me go and make a sacrifice. But the Bible said when his dad gave him permission to make a sacrifice, he sent out secret messengers against his daddy to try to overthrow. Come on here, David, his father. Come on here. He rode around a horse on Jer- around Jerusalem. Come on here. Dishonoring his daddy. And can I tell you, he started showing discord, looking for weak people. Come on here. Don't be so weak that you let people pull you in to their wickedness. Always have enough strength not to follow sowers of discord. You better hear what I'm saying tonight because guess what? Anybody who fights the unity of the body of Christ is not pleasing the Lord. Come on here and you're giving the devil a door into your life. Do not be agents. Come on here of problems. Be agents of peace. You're not called to be a problem causer. You are chosen to be a peacemaker. Lift your hand. Open your mouth and say I'm living to please God. I'm living to please God. I'm living to please God. Get this. Some people try to cloak rebellion in religious garments saying God told me I was in prayer. See, I don't care how you dress up rebellion. It still dishonors God. Come on here. This is something here. When you're wrong, don't rise up in rebellion. Humble yourself and repent. Woe unto those who are wrong and want to rebel. Come on here. When you're wrong, the right response is not rebellion, it's repentance. Come on here. God can restore you if you stop rebelling and repent. Don't sow seeds of discord. Come on. Whispering in people's ear, saying things against people, harming people, bringing division in the body, causing factions and causing groups, making yourself look good and harming of the people of God. We are on the same team. When you are in the body of Christ, out of one blood were we born. By one blood were we purchased, the blood of the living Christ. And this is the last days. We got to come together. Stop sowers of discord from being in your ear. Come on, people that you say you love, if they're wrong, tell them. Stop going along with people. Come on here just so they can say you supported them. Come on here. The thing is, we have got to make sure as people of God that we seek to maintain peace in the body of Christ. That we seek to maintain the bond of unity in the spirit.
Come on. What does that mean? It means that you don't allow yourself to be dragged by those who sow discord. Uh-huh. The Bible is clear. Make no friends with an angry man. Lest you be caught in the error of his way. Don't pick up anybody else's grudge. Come on here. Love people and honor God in what you do. Anything that you know is so in discord, do not continue in it. Shut it down. Come on here. What does that mean? Your future is too great for you to be anybody's garbage can. Come on here. Don't let anybody dump their trash on you. Stand together. Operate in unity. Humble ourselves one to the other. Because that's what God is pleased with. When you honor the Lord, that pleases him. When you walk in love, that pleases him. When you walk in unity, that pleases him. But when you walk in strife, when you walk in a, a, a sowing discord one among the other, that displeases God. Please, saints of God, as we begin to make our way back into the houses of the Lord everywhere, let us be agents of peace. Come on, don't be a problem causer. Be a peacemaker. Come on and stand up for what is right. Anything that you see going against the teachings that you have received out of the word of God, don't go along with it. Watch what you sign on to. Watch who you let pull you in. Come on, because your chief loyalty ought to be to Christ. Come on, tell people who talk to you the right way. Tell people who are operating in the wrong spirit what it takes to do, uh, what it takes to do right. Come on, don't just go along to get along. Stand up for the truth of God. And guess what? When you do that, you can help to recover. You know what? Some people who rebel could actually repent if, if we would stop making them think they're right. Come on. Some people don't repent because we support them in their wrong. Come on. Anything that is sowing discord among the brethren, Anything that keeps people divided, that keeps brothers divided from sisters, that keeps pastors divided from members, that keep come when, when we have division in the house, come on here, then it hinders the move of the spirit. The more division we can move out, the more deliverance can move in. Come on, and you know what? When we operate in unity, everybody benefits. Your house, my house, all of our houses. God bless you tonight. I thank God for this teaching. I want you to go back and listen to all of these teachings. Uh, those of you who have not heard them, amen, I'm giving to you what thus saith the Lord. And I understand that these are not things that you hear widely talked about, but you know what? I want to get the uh, house ready for what God is about to do. And if we can move the mess out of the house, we can get miracles in the house. Come on. I said, if we can move out this cord, there'll be more room for deliverance. And you know what? 
I just want the people of God. I want to be ready, and I want the people of God to be ready because God wants to do some new, exciting, and exciting things among his people, and I want to be a part of it. What about you? I want to live to please God. God bless you. I love you tonight with the love of the Lord. Have a good night.